Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Again, your thoughts and comments are uh, requested this morning here on the Morning Drive. Go to the 8th Flooring Center chat line or the Visual Edge IT hotline if you just if you're too lazy to text us and just want to call. That's sometimes I get into that, Jamie. I mean, I get into these back and forth conversations with people from time to time, even even my own family from time to time, and it it does it becomes exhausting at some point to just keep texting when you could just communicate it quite so easily uh, via a quick phone conversation. So I mean if. If we're into more than two texts, I'm probably calling you. I'm probably calling you because it's it's easier for me to explain myself or, um, you know, ask the question that I'm looking for as opposed to back and forth, 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 back and forth. And yeah, you, that's fine. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, me personally, I'd rather have the text conversation Yeah, because some people just ramble too much. Sure, I understand. <laughs> that would, I'm kind of fall into the rambling yeah. sometimes i get into a little bit of a ramble Plus, i can respond when i want <laughs> right i got it i got it i'll be interested to find to hear what you hear or see observe or whatnot when you you get to uh, morgantown and uh, what's going on with the the men's basketball program and specifically uh, their decision to retain uh, bob huggins uh i'm also curious as to your opinion of this he has agreed to a million dollar salary reduction uh the other part of this agreement for him his contract now has been amended or will be when he signs it from a multi-year agreement to a year by year agreement uh that now will begin may 23rd through april 30th of 2024 and so i guess this will be one of these deals where they'll they'll look at this every year unless they win really big and then he'll get a multi-year uh, agreement. The million-dollar salary reduction is believed to be one of the biggest in college athletics. Uh, this is uh, obviously in, in regards to his uh, anti-gay and anti-Catholic comments that he made on the radio this week. Uh, he is going to retain his job. I think it's a farce that he's been suspended for the first three regular season games. I mean, <laughs> we we know those are going to be, you know, and, you know, against teams that aren't of very high quality. Jamie and I could coach West Virginia for those three games. I don't know about that. We could roll out the lineup. I'm sure we'd yeah. get a, a pretty good feel. The, um, the money um, that he is not going to get will – will be given back to um, the university's LBTQ Plus Center to develop um, additional help for them and training and and things along those lines. Huggins is also going to make, according to him, a substantial um, contribution to Xavier uh, University. Uh, That will be on top of the million dollars to support the center's uh, the school Center for Faith and Justice and Center for Diversity and Inclusion for his uh, disparaging comments in which the Catholic faith was characterized in his comments. Um, 
Huggins said yesterday he regrets the embarrassment and disappointment it's caused our athletics family, members of our campus community in the state of West Virginia. I'm sorry for the hurt and distress I've caused our students and our student athletes. The state of West Virginia is being dragged through the mud over this? He just said, I'm sorry for the entire state. <laughs> okay. Uh, he added, West Virginia and West Virginia University are my home. I love this university to know firsthand that the education experience, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right, what's your what's your what's your take on this? Were you uh, first of all not surprised that they've retained him in a way? Uh, I'm, I was I, I thought that he would retire or resign and move on. There'd be a settlement mm-hmm. before they would fire him outright. Oh man! Um, on one hand, the other hand, there there is going to be people that are going to benefit from this money, or at least benefit from. You know, is this the right to check and make it go away? Is this how much of this is really? You, you know, can't act like there's a positive in this. Yeah, you can't act like there's a positive. Yeah. I know there's. I mean, maybe there's money going to go benefit somebody, but you can't act like there's a positive. Yeah. Like, oh, look what Bob Huggins did. He, no, I mean, no, he, he, no, 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 no. I, 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 only, I look at this in a way as blood money. I mean, right. you know, it's like okay, a million. Mm-hmm. Your your university's reputation is a million dollars. Is that what? It, is that all it is? Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't even know how this is going to be taken here. Um, first off, I I'm not surprised. We my first response was, "What does leadership want to do?" And mm-hmm. if leadership wanted him still there, and then he would be there. And if uh, leadership didn't want him still there, he wouldn't be there. I mean, it really boiled down to mm-hmm. whether the people at the top wanted him there or not. Okay, wanted him there or not. Probably if his basketball team was really struggling, and this would have been a way to fire him with cause. Yeah, he'd be gone. Absolutely. Okay, and you can fire him with cause pretty easily on this. Yeah, sure, no doubt. Sure. There's part of me that says, okay, you know, I'm a pretty follow the rule guy. Yeah. Okay, I've been criticized at times for being me personally. It's like, man, you you follow the rules too much. Sometimes you need to go outside the rules. Uh. I, and I'm pretty, I feel like, you know, uncle upright, all the above, you know, I'm, you know, if you do something wrong, you should be punished for it. And, um, I don't get into the whole, oh, boys will be boys and blah, 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 blah. No, you gotta, you gotta act right. Period. Okay. Um, I feel like our society has gone to this world of your words Because you are, people are bothered by them, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be bothered by them. Mm-hmm. Our world has gone to, you have committed a crime with your words. You are not allowed to work anymore. You are not allowed to be a public figure anymore. You are not. You are canceled because you said something with your words. Okay, I don't necessarily think words should be a crime. Okay. Again, we've always heard the saying, you know, keep your mouth closed and we'll think you're dumb. Open your mouth and we know you're an idiot, right? Mm -hmm. We know you're dumb. Mm -hmm. Okay, I fully subscribe to that. Mm -hmm. And I fully subscribe to people saying more than they should at times or the wrong things. I might be doing the same thing myself right now. I just feel like there's been so much because people are so sensitive about everything now. We used to live in a world where you would hear people criticize you or your favorite team or your religion or your race or whatever and you'd say that guy's an idiot for saying that and you would move on 
okay? But now we've changed as a society. There's none of that. We don't say that guy's an idiot. We say that guy has to be canceled. All right? So I think Bob Huggins is one of the biggest, and, and way before this, I've always felt he was one of the biggest idiots in sports, okay? I am not, yeah, yeah, not mm-hmm. even remotely surprised. Um, I mean, are there Catholics or homosexuals right now over this that are injured, that are like having to go through therapy? No, right? I, I, no, I don't think so. They just look at Bob Huggins and they get the stupid old man running his mouth. Idiot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nobody is hurt by this. I, I don't know that the man or the others. He didn't sing a lot an individual. He didn't right, say Joe right. Schmo. Yes, this he didn't guy. ruin some guy's reputation yeah, he didn't or whatever. Out somebody. He didn't. Yeah, he, yes. he didn't say this yeah. specific nun is a I wacko. Just, I, I think he's a complete idiot. I am not standing up for him. I am, I'm not trying to stand up for West Virginia. But I almost feel like in the way of the world now, West Virginia got it wrong because they should have been harsher. But in the way of what I think the world should be, where everybody's not canceled for making a stupid comment, that they got it right, if that makes sense. No, it, it does because there's a part of me that thinks it would have been easier to fire him. I mean, obviously, they value basketball, winning basketball games more than the reputation of their athletic department, of, you know, their university, all the above. That's, that's what's important here. That's mm-hmm. all that's important. And so I think they look stupid. But I wish the world wasn't, we cancel everybody because they say dumb things. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll expand more on this. And you can comment on this as well on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to DoubleT973.com for that and the mobile app and uh, also Visual Edge IT Hotline. I, I agree with what you said. and That's well said. And I knew that you would have uh, good thoughts on that. All right. This Day in Sports History is next. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Morning Drive. Time for This Day in Sports History. It is May 11th, 2023. And with this day in Sports history, here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start 1919, Cincinnati Reds. Ed Eller, uh, excuse me, Hod Eller. Hod. No hits, the St. Louis Cardinals, 6 to nothing. I think there were a lot of people named Hod back in the day. Really? Yeah. The only one I've ever heard of. Yeah. But I'm with you, sure. Jeff. Hod. <coughs> H-O-D. Hod. H-O-D. H-O-D. Yeah, I think it was a pretty popular name. Well, you know, here born after this, they were named after a guy who threw a no-hitter. So, you know, good for them. 1946, first night game at Boston Braves Field. They lose to the Giants 5-1. to 1963, L.A. Dodger pitcher Sandy Koufax throws his second career no-hitter. Beats Juan Marshall. Juan Marshall. Sure. Of the San Francisco Giants, 8 to nothing. <laughs> Never would have gotten there. 1972, Giants trade Willie Mays to the Mets for pitcher Charlie Williams and Cash. 1977, Ted Turner inspires Jerry Jones. <laughs> Puts on a uniform yes, and manages the Atlanta Braves for a single game. I'll tell you, if you've ever seen the video of that, I mean, just Ted with his cheesy mustache and wearing a ball cap. and I mean, you talk about looking out of place. He looked out of place. And the commissioner thought that too. 1980, Pete Rose at 39. Steals second 
third and home mm. in the same inning for the Phillies. Wow, same inning. I was really hoping Jeff was just going to kind of get on a roll and like lose track of his focus and say, Pete Rose steals second, third, and fourth. <laughs> I was really hoping. Uh, fingers were crossed over here. But well done, Jeff. Way to keep focus. Thank you. Not make that little mistake. And on this day in 1990, sad day for one Jamie Lynn. Mm. Yankees trade Dave Winfield mm. to the Angels for Mike Witt. What a joke. Well, at the time, I mean, Mike Witt was a really pretty good pitcher for the Angels. He threw one no-hitter. He was pretty good. He wasn't that good. <laughs> he wasn't Dave Winfield good, was he? He wasn't good. <laughs> he wasn't good for the Yankees. But to make us feel better, Jamie, today is National Why Eat you What You up? Want Day. I wish. No, it is. That's what it is. It says right there. Happy birthday, Cam Newton, 34, Matt Leinart, 40. Mike Lupica, 71, mm. and Billy Bean is 59. I, I, I loved listening to Mike Lupica. He, some of his stuff made sense and some of it didn't, but I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Mike Lupica. I would have, I would have enjoyed, if I lived in New York, I think I would have enjoyed getting up and reading his column every day or however it came out. And on this day in 1919, the recently arrived German delegation to the Versailles Peace Conference convened in Paris after the end of the First World War. They pour over the copies of the Treaty of Versailles, drawn up months preceding their represent, uh, by representatives from the victorious enemies, and prepared to lodge their objections to what they considered to be unfairly harsh treatment. Presented with the treaty, the German delegation was given two weeks to examine the terms and submit their official comments in writing. The Germans, who had been... Uh, had put great faith in U.S. President Woodrow Wilson's notion of a so-called peace without victory and had pointed to his famous 14 points as a basis upon which they thought sought peace in November of 1918, were generally angered and disillusioned by the treaty. As their foreign minister put it, this fat volume was quite unnecessary. They could have expressed the whole thing more simply in one clause. Germany renounces its existence. And if you would like to know how, how World War II started, congratulations, you are now presented with the Treaty of Versailles. And that is this day of sports history. 640. Right. So I got, I mean, let me just throw this at you here. Okay. okay. Career record, 117-116. <laughs> ERA of almost four. Okay. The previous year, Mike Witt, because we're early on in the seasons, the previous year, Mike Witt, 9-15 and 15 with a 454 ERA. Mm -hmm. That year for the Yankees, he went five and six with an ERA of almost four and a half. Career for the Yankees, eight and nine with a four nine one ERA. Yeah, great trade. Give up a Hall of Famer just because he had dirt on the owner. Yeah, Let's trade the guy. Now you know why I got in trouble for wanting George Steinbrenner euthanized. <laughs> euthanized. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's just a silly joke. Yeah. We we would be a little remiss on this day in sports history and in, in history of our own history in Lubbock on this day in 1970. Uh, 26 were killed and almost 500 injured and $135 million in damage, including in the area that we very sit uh, with the Lubbock tornado that came through at about 10.05 on this night uh, some 53 years ago. Uh, it, it's interesting, the Fujita scale that is now used 
uh, to determine the power of tornadoes got its genesis from the Lubbock tornado. <clears throat> Ted Fujita was the meteorologist that did the research on that. Um, the other thing that, uh, just as I scrolled through the Wikipedia of this, and there's plenty of history on this, is that as of this date still, the most westernmost F5, EF5 tornado recorded in the United States is still the, the Lubbock tornado. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, lives affected still to this day uh, of people that have stories, uh, either that uh, the homes lost or businesses lost or lives lost that uh, continue to uh, to touch the lives of people. I'm always fascinated when, when I go downtown, especially around this, this time period, um, and I happen to be in the what is now the Metro Tower, though now it's a bunch of lofts. <clears throat> on this on this day, you know, a few years ago, I was in the Metro Tower building uh, at about, I don't know, five thirty six o'clock at night, and the elevator just kind of went wonky on me to the point where it sent me to the very top floor. I was trying to go down, and it went up, and I'm like, okay, <clears throat> that's enough for me. And I walked down the from the very top of the Metro Tower to the bottom, and uh, that was with my wonky knees. And it was like, okay, I don't care. I don't care how bad this hurts. I am not getting back on that elevator because that was just a little little bit too much for me. Um, but anyway, so, you know, we sit right behind the uh, Lubbock Tornado Memorial. And so just, uh, just uh, it's, it, uh, I think, a um, kind of a symbol of, you know, a, a town that had to rise out of, you know, a very obviously destructive day uh, to you know, rebuild itself and rehab itself. And, and, and like I said, I think the, the folks that uh, responded to that and did a, did a great job of, uh, of rebuilding our community. 6.52 this morning here on the Morning Drive. If you have a thought on that, if you have a tornado story you'd like to share, certainly on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. All right, 6.52 this morning here on the Morning Drive. We'll have a lot of baseball on the air for you today. We've got the Rangers tonight. They won yesterday over Seattle. Have Lubbock Cooper baseball tonight at 7 on 100.7 the score. And then Friendship Baseball uh, this afternoon at 2. They take on Byron Nelson. We'll have that for you on Sunny 97.7. Uh, some reaction off of our uh, thoughts on uh, the Bob Huggins situation. If you want to make comments on that, you certainly can. Um, get uh, a lot of support for what Jamie had to say. Uh, so that I, think, I thought you were spot on as well. A lot of people just said spot on. Totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, somebody wants to know, so if Huggy makes a significant donation to Xavier, will they name a building after him? Doubtful, <laughs> doubtful, <laughs> doubtful, doubtful that they, doubtful that they'll do that. Um, which would be just so hypocritical after what he said. Yeah, right, right, right. Somebody wants to know if Old Miss paved the way for every other Division One program to make questionable moral decisions. No, I, I, I think, don't think they're the first. No, they weren't the first, and they certainly weren't. They're certainly not the last, right? And West Virginia won't be either. Nope. And West Virginia won't be either. Let's. I don't let's know that, that Old clear. Miss was the one hundredth school. <laughs> yeah, to no. make a questionable decision. No, and you know, and, and the other thing you wonder is, you know. How much did they consider what the fallout would be within their own university uh, and and fan base if they did fire him? You know, what would the – I wonder if they – I'm sure they gave that consideration in terms of what the reaction would be um, to their own town. You know, that's certainly something that I think universities look at when, when you have a coach that's been in place and popular and one of them, all of those, all those things. We've certainly been in that boat here. It's – not a very fun boat to be in. Um, no. 
you know, by any stretch of the imagination. So I do think that uh, I do think they would have been hell to pay. And probably for West Virginia, they would probably look at this and go, whatever we decide, we're going to be criticized. So we're going to we're going to probably do what's as much of what we can do to be as comfortable with this as we can. They and I'm sure that the way that they looked at this, they tried to justify their decision as best they could. Yeah, I just wish that like across the country, you know, like I wish Dream World, right? Mm-hmm. Like that were there would be recruits, families that would be like, no, nah, I don't want that our our kid playing for that guy or or students just plain students where families would say, if that's what West Virginia is about, we're not sending our kid there to, to go to college. That's dream world. That's not going to happen. If people well, want to go there. They're going to go there. And my guess is there'll be probably some people that will make that decision like that, but we'll never know that. I don't think there will. Okay. I don't think that's stopping some recruit from going there. Okay. Play basketball uh, for Huggins. No way. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I thank you for being with us today. Yates Flooring Center chat lines open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. A visual Edge IT hotline is open as well. So in these underrated games coming up, and we're going to have a bun- bunch of these lists, you know, as you as you get ready for uh, summertime and, and end uh, the school year, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they list week seven, Kansas State versus Texas Tech as the underrated game of the week uh, that week. Now, I'm offended. Okay. Why is that underrated? I, I don't know. That, I mean, that's to me, that's... That should be one. That's two of the top, let's go, five teams in the Big 12 Conference this year. Yeah. And and you're calling that underrated? I'm not. They are. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, so this, why would they put that as underrated? They say this this game could very well be an early Big 12 semifinal. Last year's battle was highly entertaining. We'll see if the road to a Big 12 championship truly runs through Lubbock. So, so it, I mean, so why would you call it underrated? I don't, I don't know. That, I don't it know. Sounds what the, like that's one of the biggest games in the Big Twelve this year. Yeah, and I don't know how that compares to the other games that are going on that you know, week. Kansas State and Texas would be mm-hmm. the same thing. Texas, you know, whatever. Yeah. Texas, Oklahoma, that would fall yeah. into that category. But a handful of about five or seven of the biggest games in the Big Twelve, that one would fall into that category, to me, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that you've got uh, you've got that one. The other the other one that they cite uh, for Texas Tech is the TCU game, um, and that is uh, number ten on their list. Tech versus TCU. This this could very well be a de facto elimination game in the Big Twelve title race. <laughs> Both TCU and Tech face brutal schedules in twenty twenty three. We'll see which Texas team is the best in the West. Okay, isn't I, I? I would I would have. I mean, everybody's got brutal schedules in the Big Twelve, but maybe, maybe so. But I think ours is pretty tough when yeah. you consider the Big Twelve and then the non-conference is sure from easy. Sure, right, right. But uh, so you have. I guess the compl- the compliment, whether it's backhanded or not, is on one hand you're like, you look at the K State game and go, well, that could be a that could be a Big Twelve semifinal. And then the TCU game, that could be the de facto elimination game. Okay, so at least it's not the, hey, the we're playing for last place here, you know, in either ones. Doesn't appear so. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we we play this every day at 7.15, but uh, somebody has cracked the code already So for the week, and that was done yesterday. Well, the day the work gets done. Okay. Myra Alba. 
of America. America. Okay. Crack the code. She won uh, $1,000. So she'll uh, come down here to the new compound and we'll scratch out a check for her for $1,000. And she can do whatever she would like with that. So congratulations to Myra Alba for cracking the code. You can go to doublet973.com for all the details and how you can get signed up to crack the code, ask you a couple of questions. And you want to do that because on June the 1st, somebody's going to win $5,000 when we give away that portion of it. Now, Monday, you'll have a chance to crack the code and be a weekly winner for $1,000. It's all presented by Double T 97.3 and the Home Zone, where they make your house a home every single day. And they do that at 50th and Indiana. So thanks to the Home Zone. And thanks to you for participating in our Crack the Code to Win Ten Grand. It's a thousand a week for five weeks, and at the end of the promotion, we'll give away five thousand dollars on Thursday, June the first. Okay, so make plans for Thursday, June the first, to be at two docks okay? to go win you five grand. To win you to win you five grand. Right? Make plans to win five grand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make plans to win. Five. Oh, I like that. You do. Yeah. 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 You should use that. Make plans. To win five grand, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, somebody says this Oklahoma State schedule is not so brutal, okay. <laughs> okay, figures, figures, yeah, of course. Uh, Bullfighter wants to know when they're going to start selling tickets for the college showdown in Arlington. I'll definitely be making an appearance next year with Tech and Nebraska playing there. Oh, uh, yeah, they announced this yesterday uh, with uh, Texas Tech and uh, others. To be at the uh, 2024 Shriners Children's College Baseball Showdown. Um, Baylor, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma will be there representing the Big 12 Conference. Uh, also, there will be Tennessee, Oregon, and Nebraska. Uh, this will be uh, next year to uh, kick off the, uh, the season. How do you feel about that? You like that? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm good. I'm okay. excited. I mean, it'll it'll be potentially indoors. I mean, I don't know that they'll open up the roof for that. I would assume it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I've enjoyed the Red Raiders going there. Unfortunately, they haven't had a ton of success in that in that tournament, but hopefully. Assuming that is going to be the opening weekend for college baseball. Am I right on that? Uh, does it give a date? <sighs> well, the quote that I saw from... Uh, it has been in the past, so I assume I, it will. I, I believe it. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a date. I was looking for the release because the the <laughs> the uh, the quote from Coach Tadlock was pretty funny. Uh, this yes, yeah, set to open the twenty twenty four season. Well, there you okay, go. so that's the headline. It'll be uh, February sixteenth through the eighteenth. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so that's the. That's the date on that. Uh, Coach Tadlock's uh, quote was pretty funny. Basically, it was like, we're happy to do it. <laughs> Something along those lines. It, was, it wasn't very long, okay? It wasn't, it wasn't very long, but it was, it was very Tim Tadlock-ish, Jamie. Well. You know, short and sweet and to the, to the point. Yeah, right? I think he got out what he needed to get out. Yeah. They're happy to play there. They're happy to. We're They're looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, you know? But we got a lot of got a lot of baseball left in us, you know. This year, a lot of a lot of meat left on the on the bone, so to speak. 
Uh, somebody says, Chuck, OU will be SEC. No. Not next year. Not next year. Nope. Not next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll play the other three teams. You, yeah. won't, you won't play Baylor and OU. Yeah. Oklahoma will still be in the Big 12 next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be there last year. Yeah, be there last year. What um, – do you do you get any sense when you – and I, I, I'm i going to ask you to do something that you probably are going to know. You're going to say no. You're just going to say no. Do you get any sense of kind of how things will go when you get on the plane with a team to travel? Do you Do you have a – do you get a feel for kind of how things are? A vibe, so to speak. Um, after you lose on Sunday, you get a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> but like on Thursday, heading somewhere. Yeah. I mean, are they giddy? Are they excited? Are they? Do they? Uh, there, I mean, there's there, there, there chatter? Kind of. There's you get kind of a. For they're eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old boys. Do do they get giddy? I don't know. I I don't know. I've not traveled with you guys, and I'm guessing I never will. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I'm just curious. You know, I'm just curious. I mean, if, they're typical. I mean, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old boys. They okay. goof on each other. They have a good time. They okay. listen to loud music in their headphones. They stare mm-hmm. at their phones. They, mm-hmm. you know, sleep. I'm sure they sleep. I, yeah. I'm, you know, usually in front of them, so I don't know what's going on behind me. Gotcha. You have to ask Hax. He sits at the back usually. Oh, he does. Yeah. Why? I think why he's it? more comfortable in a plane in the back of it. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So you guys don't sit together and take it. Gin, gin. <laughs> no. Why do you have a big smile on your face about this? <laughs> I don't know. Just it just it surprises me. you? No, it doesn't. Not 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 at all. I'm more surprised that Hax sits at the back of the plane. More, more, su- yeah. more surprised by it. More surprised by that. Yeah. But you, you know, you, you want the big fellow to be comfortable, right? That's exactly right. I'm you want star the, of the show. You want the big fellow to be comfortable and whatever mm-hmm. they can, whatever they can do. To Usually, kinda... there's a golden seat back there. For oh, him to sit in. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You get served the the, yeah. the coldest of the cokes and the sure. hottest of the hot chocolate or whatever it is that you guys have on your yeah, whatever kind of treats mm-hmm. you have. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't. I really. I can't get a feel for what's going to happen. I mean, I, I, like we talked about yesterday, like all the reasons from what you did on Tuesday night against mm-hmm. a team that's not like it's not like you knocked off the number one team in the country, but the way you come back in that first game and then, excuse me, carried the momentum into the second game, you're like, oh man, you can see that was a big momentum boost. And, Man, you're riding high right now, and that's just what the doctor ordered, just sure. what you needed. Perfect heading into this series of West Virginia. I agree with all of that. But how does Mason Molina throw on Friday? Mm-hmm. You know? And if he gets on the plane today and he's, oh, man. Oh, I, Girlfriend I broke up with me. Yeah, I yeah. ate something bad Or he's last like, night. sweet, I just beat <laughs> Ty Coleman in a pickup basketball game. I own that dude. Neither one of those things is going to make me think, oh, we got this game tomorrow. Mason's going to mow these dudes down. Or we have no chance to win. Mason looks like he's his dauber's down. Dog, I, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, there. What you got? 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 Okay, so I think we all are in agreement that we 
think the Red Raiders will finish top four or five in the Big 12 Conference, and it'll be a really super fun year. Football? Yes, yeah. in football. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. In football. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're all going to be giddy the entire yes. football season. <clears throat> Chuck likes to say. Yeah. So my question to you is, what concerns you about this football team? What could keep that from happening? <laughs> what could keep? We've been so positive. I, yeah. I, we got to go to the flip side sometime. What would have to happen for you to not finish in the top five? In the top five. Okay. Top five. Um, I don't. I mean, both the quarterbacks go down. You know, if you lost both Tyler Shuck and Baron Morton, that that'd be, I think, a problem. Because there's okay. no. There's Can I no, add a asterisk? Sure. Besides injuries. Besides, yeah, besides yeah. injuries. Because okay. I think that's it, a. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. That would do yeah. it. Or you could say, I don't know, you're five offensive linemen getting sure. hurt would probably right. hurt you as well. Well, I mean, we talked about this. The other, we talked about this the other day. I mean, you're. What if you? What if your kicking game just goes wonky on you, and you just you can't make a field goal to save your soul? You know, I I think that's that's uh, to me that could be a that could be a weakness. What what if uh, um, what what if defensively you're not as good as you thought you were, you know, in terms of, you know, your ability to put pressure on the quarterback or your defensive backs aren't as good as you thought they were, but it doesn't really look like the the other Big 12 offenses are going to be that potent where you're like, oh, I'm scared of that guy. Jeff? So I've got two. And the first one is the lack of turnovers is the rule and not the exception that we saw at the end of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Last year they came in a bunch at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if, that, if that's the rule that you're not going to be getting as many turnovers as you think you're going to get, I think that could be a problem for this defense since that's something they rely on. So I don't want to say rely on, but harp so much. And if we're underestimating the incoming new teams, if they are better than we are giving them credit for. It's a good answer. Uh, that's a good answer because we've kind of dismissed – we've dismissed Houston because we feel like we know well, them. you know, everybody I, can dismiss yeah. Houston. That one's fine. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I'll talk about the other three. And by we, he means not Jamie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff and I have dismissed Houston. Yeah. Completely dismissed him. I've been dismissing Houston for quite some time. Yes, you yeah. have. <laughs> Okay, so I got a couple different answers for you as well. Um, first, just the difficulty of replacing Tyree Wilson um, and having a legitimate pass rusher. I know you played well at the end of the season without him, so that gives me a little bit of hope. But uh, in the defense was really good. He was your best player. Okay, And so I, I think maybe the thought of, you know, thinking it was good. hey we got Steve Linton and now we got another guy that's just like Tyree Wilson well mm-hmm. not everybody goes with the seventh pick in the draft yeah, right okay it's not and like how we... that opened things up for others again you played well without him last year so um it's not like you haven't done it before but other guys are going to need to step up so just maybe underestimating the loss of of Wilson maybe is is number 1 on my list and number 2 on my list uh, you've got an offensive line that uh, we're all 
you know, anxious to see and mm-hmm. feel like could could be much improved. But I just think the chemistry factor in offensive line is a big deal. And you're bringing in, I mean, you've got new guys, one guy that was here but was injured. You've got the Rusty Stats guy, and now you're you're meshing those with a group of guys that were already here and getting after it. And so I just think the chemistry and how all those guys fit together, that's a challenge for for your offensive line. And, and if you were going to – if you struggled in that area, I think that could cost you dramatically. Yeah. 7.35 this morning on the morning drive. We have a couple of people have weighed in on this. Uh, don't forget, we won the last three and a half games without him. Did he miss that many? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I again, I, I said it a couple different yeah, times. Yeah, you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you played well without him. Uh, somebody brings up the offensive line before you did, but the, you – I mean, you're, what you said was spot on. Um, this is a, a little bit new. Go for it on fourth down too many times and don't convert. Or you're put in that position where you have to go for it on fourth down too many times. You know, and, and the odds the odds work against you. Combination of both things, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I continue to say one of the things that made me the most pleased and give me the most confidence moving forward was that you saw an adjustment made by Coach McGuire late in the season where they didn't go for it on fourth down as much. Maybe, would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that felt like Coach McGuire was not just reading out of some book that says, I got to go for it here sure. when it's the, there was a feel, right? There was a, a an understanding that, okay, I got to know what my team's capable of and you know, in this game, if we had success in these kind of situations or have we not, that was him adjusting and not being, you know, this is what I do and I do it every time. And if you don't like it, deal with it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was him growing as a coach. And I also want to say <laughs> the other part of it is maybe you just didn't have <laughs> that many situations late in the season. You know, maybe you were better on first, second, and third, and so sure. you weren't in those situations. And so that's why I'm not remembering us going forward on fourth down as much. I don't know. Either way, I would agree. Uh, and the first part of it is be better on first, second, and third, and you don't have to go on fourth. Yeah. I, I think the uh, – I like Jeff's um, underestimating the um, – Underestimating the you know the the fact of what the, the new news, incoming teams the new incoming teams yeah and then I think I like your um, can we can we put pressure on the quarterback can we or or even the Jeff's other comment about you know forcing the turnovers not getting those and then I think the I like the in the offensive line stuff too. So in my mind, I'm just the guy that just doesn't assume we'll get a bunch of turnovers, just because that's what I've been used to. I'm just that guy. But we're gonna hear the whole, you know, take three plus three. That's know, great. All that kind I, of stuff. I have no issues with it. Yeah. As long as nobody's pretending they're reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Do you think they'll have the cranes out of the way? Or will the, the kickers like use the cranes to? I think there's still going to be a problem. I to, think we're going to put in new college football rules uh-huh. that you if you hit it off, it off of, of there, you know it's in play, mm-hmm. and um, whoever catches it, mm-hmm. you know, runs to the other end, and it's worth ten. Okay, I do think they will be there and in play. <laughs> okay. and I've heard that new college football rules are going to be in play. 
Okay. I mean, that's what's kind really going to be dangerous is the second rule. half of the field is still going to just be concrete. They won't have any sarcastic at all. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, no. Jeff. Yeah. 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 Did, that, did you sense any sarcasm whatsoever? No. None whatsoever. None. none whatsoever, Jamie. No, no sarcasm at all, at all on that. Uh, is it true that Coach Gerlich has now been challenged to climb a crane? I have not heard that. That's what Haxton said the other day. I don't think she's going to do that. She's, she's way smarter than that, right? Why would she do that? What is? What is? Is there a need for that? Is there a need for any of I mean, it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what, what, what's, I mean, what about Jeff Haxton climbing a crane? What about you climbing a crane? I, you know my opinion on the whole deal. Would you do it? No. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so. I have no desire. First off, I don't. I don't love heights. I, I, yeah. I'm fine with being on the side of a mountain up high. I, mm-hmm. I do love that. But I want my feet on the ground while I'm okay. doing that. Okay. Yeah, we've already but, discussed it would take $1 million for the Texas Tech baseball program to build the new facility. And then Jamie's climbing it as we speak, like right yeah, now. Yeah, like I'm, I'm out right now. I'm over there. Uh, somebody says that is correct. Uh, if the Lady Raiders sell out their women's basketball season tickets. She's going to climb. Okay. Okay. All well. right. Mm-hmm. And somebody noticed that Jamie made a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Seemed excited first time ever. It it does happen more than you think it does. (laughs) Yeah, just nobody laughs. You can't tell it's a joke. Somebody says this. You know they won't be free climbing it, right? Yeah, no, I I can't imagine Coach Gurley hanging off the side of a crane there, you know. No. Or even Coach McGuire. I still wouldn't do it. Yeah. I, I, I... I didn't, wouldn't necessarily fear for my life. I would just be really uncomfortable, and I don't want that uncomfortableness. <laughs> right. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Take your thoughts and comments this morning on the Yates Flooring Center chat line as we come to you from the first United Bank studio and look forward to hearing from you today. Also on the Visual Edge IT hotline with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. All right. Got a, uh, finally have a tidbit for you for uh, the Cowboys' upcoming football schedule, Jamie. Okay. Okay. On October the 8th, the Cowboys will play at the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday Night Football. All right. Okay. That's the featured attraction. There you go. And uh, the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, will play host to the Detroit Lions in the NFL season opener on Thursday, September 7th. That is the Thursday after Labor Day weekend. Okay? There you go. We are we are really on it today. <laughs> Just having fun pushing buttons. Yeah, yes, I love that. I love I love the I love that. The more you know in the in the in the news breaking news center. You got some fun chuck buttons you yeah. could push over. Well, humble brag, you know, I do this the best. <clears throat> That's about it. Yeah. I need that jacket. Yeah. You like it? It looks good, man. Yeah. Man, all right. Thank you. Let me know how I can. I will. This from uh, Washington. <laughs> I'm all up with that, homie. I may get higher by by Friday. And not be serious. Yeah, there you go. I don't know what the end of the bench going has going on, but their montage is nowhere near as good as that one, Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one's way better. And they even have a Chuck part in their montage. Yeah, with me, you know, screaming like uh 
Bruce Weber. Uh, washed up guy says this. Uh, why are people bent out of shape over Chuck's noticing the water towers? Can't you make an observation about pleasing aspects of local life without getting criticized for it? <laughs> I don't Fair. know. I agree with your observations. Thank you, washed up guy. I can always count on washed up guy. Uh, this, this, this. I took a bucket of paint and started climbing our town's water tower to defend my sister's honor. Got about halfway up and decided she was on her own and came on back down. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. <laughs> Poor sister. <laughs> Poor sister. Yeah, you're. Hey, sis, you're on your own. Uh, this Chuck is right. Wow, Chuck is right. NFL regular season games run laps around the NBA. There would be at least three times the eyeballs with the worst teams in the NFL compared to the best of the NBA. Okay. Uh, this, need a harness and a safety lanyard for climbing like that. I'm surprised that the company that owns or is running the crane will let anyone that doesn't work for their company to climb the crane. Mm-hmm. Huge liability issue to that company if something happens. I'm sure there'll be some kind of a... I'm sure lots of paperwork would be filled out before yes, it starts. Yes, right, right, right. Uh, here's a new listener to the Morning Drive. This question, uh, Jamie, will you sit by Coach Tadlock on the plane? Does he talk much when you all travel? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, nah, he's usually in the in the very front seat. I'm well, three or four rows behind that. He may not that. even know Jamie's on the plane. <laughs> what, the whole trip? He might not know. You know like, you were with us? <laughs> you were with us, really? When did you get here? When did you get here? Yeah. 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 No, I think Coach Tadlock looks around, makes sure that uh, Jamie and Hacks are aboard, and says, okay, let's roll. I mean, if he, uh, again, if Coach Tadlock walks by me or if I walk by him and the other is not engaged in the conversation or something important, we will. Have a head nod. We will. No, we'll say, hey, Jamie, hey. Coach, how are hey, coach. you? Yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Doing all right. Doing good. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Let's go. You know, or hey, good luck today. Thanks. You yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. Jamie's and, and that's his... used about the long length of the conversation. Yeah, no, I mean, there are other times sure. where we're, you know, we will sit down and talk about the kids and yeah. all that. We don't really talk about the baseball team. We sure. Talk about the kids and all that good stuff, but mm-hmm. we're just not like super. No, I got you. I understand. Chatty folks. And as long as Jamie doesn't hear the following sentence. Hex, Jamie, y'all have a good time. <laughs> As everybody's getting off the plane before everybody else gets off. Yeah. As in, we're going to have a conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's, he's, uh, he's told us there a couple times back in the day when we would ride the bus with the team, he'd be like, you, Jamie, you might want to get off right now. <laughs> gotcha, coach. Got in the middle of some desert. Yes, please. The bus comes to a stop. I mean, Jamie and Hacks. I mean, get the off. benefits are just huge. First off, I don't have to hear him get mad at his team. Right. A, right? Because it's yeah. awkward, right? Sure, right. Because mm-hmm. clearly Hacks and I have done nothing wrong. So we should no. have. I mean, right. B, we get to the food. The ball the we get person. to the food first. Why are you yelling at me? Yeah. <laughs> we get to the food first, right? Plus, I get to get on with my evening quicker. So <laughs> <laughs> the benefits are, are great for us. I think. I I think those uh, sessions for me, uh, we've never we've never been invited to leave the bus or the plane or we're wait for everybody else. We've, but I think those sessions have have already taken place. Okay. Yeah, in the locker room. In the locker room. Yeah. You know. Well, baseball, you don't really have. I know you yeah, don't have that yeah. have that opportunity when you have yeah. twelve to fifteen people. I, I have no idea. Maybe because it feels like recently there's been more 
dugout conversations. And and again, we don't ride the bus with them since COVID. Yeah. And um, and I don't know if um, those conversations are being had on the bus yeah. anymore, or if they're mm-hmm. just in the dugout now. If there's been a change with that, I have no idea. Or uh, maybe he doesn't ever yell at them every, anymore. I know people who, who talk to me like Coach Tadlock. I had somebody say that to me yesterday. Coach Tadlock, he's just such a calm demeanor. <laughs> you know, how's he? You know, how's he motivate a team just with his demeanor and how he handles? I'm like, oh, oh, Coach Tadlock can turn it on. Don't yeah, you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> don't you, you don't, worry. You don't need to. You don't need to see it. Right, yeah. firsthand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got that in him. Don't he's not been, Mr. Chill all the time. There've been a couple times on a post game show with Coach Gurley when we've won. When I said, hey, "Was it spirited halftime talk?" There, <laughs> yes. Yeah, <clears throat> you can always tell. I mean, there were there were a number of games this year, and it and it kind of became this this routine where they spent a lot of time in the locker room where they didn't even shoot. Um, Prior to the start of the third quarter, yeah, because yeah, they're in the locker room. That's usually a sign the coaches we're really having, frustrated, or or we're, we're yeah. good strategy session, right? Good right? strategy. Oh, there is a strategy. <laughs> There's strategy, right? It's a strategy to Just all this. Try to stay out of the way. That's really what it's all about. Uh, Jamie, Jamie said to somebody, "Thanks for listening. I'll, I'll be sure to keep my opinions to myself. Should make for great sports talk radio." Wow, I don't know. I don't don't just sit there quietly, sir. Please, you're. Jamie's a Milford if, man. I don't know what that although, means. If you thought that I gave every opinion that I have on the air, you're sadly mistaken. A Milford man is a uh, person that thinks that children should not be seen or heard. Oh. Yeah. Oh, See, that's that's exactly right. That's ex- that's exactly how I feel on these trips. That's oh, exactly I got you. right. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. I'm like I'm like an offensive lineman. Yeah. All right. The if you hear my name, something's yeah. gone wrong. <laughs> it's not good. Right. It's not, you know, hey, yeah. this trip went really well mm-hmm. because Jamie and Jeff were here. No. <laughs> that is the exact if you hear our names out of the head coaches or the sports staff's mouth, something yeah. has gone wrong. Yeah. I have done I have it's not been good. Sure. No, I yeah. got you. Yeah. I got you. So I'm like I'm like an offensive lineman on a football broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if, if Coach Tadlock gets on the plane Sunday night in West Virginia and thinks, oh, hey, I didn't even know Jamie was with us, I'm like, smoke this weekend. Smoke this weekend. <laughs> Killed it. Oh, you were here? You're getting your bag there at the terminal. You were here, Jamie? Yeah. You were with us? Yeah, Coach. Yeah. I mean, I'm always here with you. You just may not know it. That's, that's how we like it. Blind to the radar. Mm-hmm. Off, stay off the radar. I got it. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.